much from those the games. Latest start we've had. <laughs> oh, by far, by far, we're usually, usually like six o'clock ish. I wonder if the vibe's gonna six be different. It's a vibe. It's um, a vibe. I'm yeah. in this like late, late, sleepy, little burnt out mode right now, so the vibe's a little I'm more like chilling back mm. here right now. Ja, it's a little ja. more ja. Ja feel, ja. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You don't think they're gonna? I feel like their insanity is like this, uh, partly like this masochistic, like hatred of their existence being Bills fans. Yeah, they're just like we're gonna jump, fire, set ourselves on fire, jump through tables and shit. Because like, god fucking damn it, we live in know. a frozen tundra. The only thing we have is football. Yeah. The only thing. There's nothing around the stadium. It's impossible to get here with public transit. You have to drive in. It's a fucking clusterfuck to get out of. Yeah. It's horrible. But fucking go Bills. Woo! Nothing but you know front I mean? lawn parking lots out there in, in Orchard bucks. Park. Haley and I went. And I told her about it. She's like, are you serious? We drove oh, yeah. and she's like, what the fuck? Best f- place to park. Kidding. I'm like, For money. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Absolutely. It's a long walk back. Trying to get like comfortable for this. I sit on the same thing, but when I move this, I gotta actually set up my other microphone. I've been so fucking lazy. I have the same mic you have now. Oh, what the fuck? So you got it? What did the what did the episode plug work? Yeah, yeah. Is your mom? It did bro? Well, look, I'll show you. Was it no? Did your mom do it? Yeah, yeah. And what do you mean set up your microphone, dude? You you literally take it out of the box, put the cord in, <laughs> and plug it into the no. USB port. And you're done. I gotta pull the I gotta pull the arm out. That's all. I just haven't done that. Just free base, homie. Got it. <laughs> just lean back. That's. Oh man, you got the whole fucking. Came with thing. an extra set of. Came with an extra set of headphones, which I didn't need, but like I. Oh, you got the package. I'm not complaining about it. Oh, word. I'm not, I'm not stressed. Three, two. All it is is sounds of me drinking. Okay. One. Wow. Three. One, two, three, 17 episodes. Ah, ah, ah. Right? 17? Right? 17. That's right, Mr. Count. The latest start we've had so far. This is 10, 17 p.m. It is January 17th. 2021 this is the fucking a podcast my name is dan and on the other end of this as always because this show doesn't exist without you my friend this is matt hi matt hey man thanks for uh acknowledging my existence i appreciate yeah. that 
you, you know, know, I got a, I got a big role to play around here. I already have you know, one show where I just talk myself until people get sick of me. I Bro, I got to say, okay, okay, I got to tell you, you, it's hilarious because I listen, obviously listen to your show, right? And, right. and we talk on this, it's, it's like a different person. Bro, it's like a, a completely different person. It's a little like, Jekyll and you're, Hyde, eh? you're talking to a, like one of the leading psychologists about like a <laughs> specific topic in the world. This guy's got a PhD, you're asking him serious questions and like yeah. really like giving thought provoking questions, trying to put some effort in and here's like, yo, what's up? fucking lit what's going on as your week going and i think if i remember i recorded i i interviewed that guy and then did this show later on in the day so like i i'm living a double life in the body after, after realizing you were horribly unprepared because you realized that oh fucking high up God. that guy was and man does he know it he knows how he knows how unprofessional i was like not in my behavior i was i was i was no not was at relatively all informed. i just was like he deserved to be interviewed by somebody who was far more qualified than me. Like his his one hour, it wasn't even worth his hour of time. And like the numbers of my episode, like from from the release of that episode, I like I'm like this, I'm gonna tell this guy that like 83 people listen to it. Like dog, you could have given a lecture. Like yeah, I know, man. Well, that's the thing. Like you could tell from his voice, he was like coming from like a lecture perspective. You know what I mean? He was. Like, well, let me let me let me tell you. He was reading his slides, great, right? He actually was yeah. reading his slides. He said he was like not this, surprised. He's like, this isn't video, right? And I was like, no. I was like, you do whatever you want. And I was like, if whatever you need notes. He's like, yeah. He's like, I gotta run some of my powerpoints and stuff. So yeah, I got like a bit of a college lecture style interview, Facts. I guess. Yeah. Except instead of instead of just like hiding in the back and not getting called on, you're directly getting called out on all your bullshit when you <laughs> no, ask bad he, questions. And he did too, and he was so right. He's so right. <laughs> and an ass like me is is just you know people call me my bullshit. I'm like, eh, you're right. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it hurts, an ass. but it's true. It's yeah. true. People speak truth to me, and I'm like, I can't dispute that shit. Anyways, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's what's up with you? I'm jealous of you, dude. I'm jealous of you having a week off here, buddy. That's, oh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I guess as, uh, for, for our listeners, um, I am currently unemployed. Unemployed. One, unemployed bum, for, for one week. Well, one week I'm bumming it, and then I'm starting a new job. I'm moving on up. Moving on up no, to the you, east side, homie. Um, yeah, you did it right. You did it right, dude. If you're ever going to put your two weeks in a place, kind of put like a three week in. You know what I'm saying? Put yeah. your two weeks in, give yourself a week off, and then start If you can shit. afford it. I know not everybody can, can do it. that. Yeah, for right? sure. Here's the thing, actually. Here's what's weird. I actually had another job that I was in the running for, and I just got offered that job today. This this was a lower Ooh. paying job, though. This was a lower paying job. So the one I already took and I'm starting, I was the one I wanted in the first place because way it's a much higher salary. So I and I and here's the thing: their start date was two weeks tomorrow. So they were like, "You're getting off the job, accept it by Monday, and that Monday is two weeks to the start date." Whereas this one that I'm taking, I knew I had it in mid December. And I'm starting at the end mm. of the month here. So I had like six weeks notice for that job. So I could plan it. I took all these vacation days and personal days and all stuff. And like, then I like planned the week off and all that. Used all your benefits, you know, the good stuff. Exactly. So you, exactly you, you hear that you jobless fucks. My buddy here has got so many jobs. He's turning them down. Yeah, I got free jobs. You know what? Job. That actually, I will say, man, that fucks with my head a little bit. Like I am a, I am I'm a, so? I'm a university grad from an okay school, but I was a terrible student. So like so? my qualifications right. for this shit is like very minimal. And I know that's like, I know that, you know, there's a lot of people who sort of get into like admin jobs and like that. But like, I, I have that imposter syndrome thing now where I'm like, I really don't think I deserve this. <laughs> like <laughs> there are harder working people than me. People offering me two good jobs. Like, no, 
There's other people yeah, out there had, who probably deserve this so much more. I had that too with the whole athletic therapy stuff, bro, like really badly. And then I kind of yeah. realized pretty quickly. It's like, no, you belong here. I, it's going to be the same thing for you. You'll start your job. It'll be fine. Sure. Dude. You're not giving yourself enough credit. Like, honestly, you're yeah. really not. Thanks, man. That's the kind there's of your, that's the kind of loving support. Pop up speech, bro. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got that you. That I Hit me up anytime. For. That's why we do this, man. We're, we're, we're here to we're here to lift each other up, man. That's what it's all about. I appreciate That's it. what it is all about. OK, so this is episode 17 of the show, which is impressive. I think I think we're keeping the ball rolling here. Um, I, if, if anybody doesn't know what this show is and they're listening to it for the first time, this is it. This is just just a continuing conversation between this guy and me uh, who have been friends for a very long time. Like this is sometimes I wonder because we really don't. We got no format and explanation. We just start a show and just start talking. We like, just say, what the fuck is up, people? Listen up. And then we'll use some talking points about some wild ass shit that's yeah. happened in the world to just continue the conversation. But I found out one interesting thing this week, right? Like, we don't, I don't watch the numbers or the number of people listening to the show very much. Like, it's one thing that you and I are kind of, it's not bad. We're, we're, we almost had a thousand listens. You know, we're not even 20 episodes in. That's pretty good. It's not a bad start. Right. But the one thing I did this week was I went into the actual metrics of the mm-hmm. show like the like the statistical tracking of who's listening to the show and i shared okay. some of it with you and as it turns out that a, a pretty healthy fraction of the number of people who are listening to the show are apparently from india now we got wait, we what? got we got a, we got about like maybe 35 percent of the listeners are canadian right i just wait are you fucking serious dude? about about half of the listeners are american Okay, there's a few bits and pieces across different countries, Great Britain, Australia, like there's a few there. But then like coming in the bronze medal position on our country's list is India. And they're like maybe like one out of every seven or eight listens. It's it's, it's and here's shout the out India. Well, here's the thing. This is what I want to know. Right. It seems to be that there's the, the hosting platform that I put this show on uh, has one app that the show gets dispersed to, which I guess is is an is an app in india right like it's an indian app that they i guess have that they use on their phones and stuff for podcasts so we're on that because of the hosting platform it seems to be coming from there but what i'm curious about is this are people in india actually listening to this show actually or is it like a bot program that's downloading the episodes or is it people who are just don't know what they're clicking and like bail out in five minutes what is it i want to know it's like learning AI bot technology, probably. It's probably in India. That's where the IPs come from. They're just downloading and analyzing. What do these motherfuckers speak okay, like? Okay, well, then we got to like? we find out. Like? What do these idiot Canadians sound like? <laughs> Enjoy that data, boys. <laughs> Woo, go nuts. Okay, but if this, if you are from India and you were actually listening to this show and you're hearing this right now, please email this podcast and yes, just like please. tell us your name and like just like something about yourself that's all we want to know and email this we podcast. also want to know what your best uh what your favorite bollywood movie is because i've actually watched a few and laughed my ass off at the absurdity of some of this shit though. okay Bollywood so is name wild. name something about yourself and for matt's sake a bollywood movie reference or or referral let's say Sound good? Referral. That's what I'm looking for. Email the podcast, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Send us literally anything. We just, if you're listening and you're in India and you're wondering, should I do that? Yes. You be the change you want to see in the world and email this podcast and confirm that we actually have listeners in that country and that the number of them is warranted. I hope we get like 20 emails. I like, do too. Uh, Actually, all right. So start this episode as well. Start this episode like 10 minutes in. Well, like start this episode 
Uh, I got ourselves. I got ourselves another product endorsement. Okay. Oh, what do you got? All right, hit me up. So this this is something that comes from the the world of tech. Okay, they've they've come they've done it again, mm. man. They've done it again. They figured out another solution to a problem. So for a lot of men, you know, apparently according to statistics, thirty percent of men are premature ejaculators. Now, people take pills. People do all sorts of stuff. You know, there's always been remedies. You know. But someone's got a new idea, okay? And this comes from the CES exhibit, right? This is one of these technology. This is the consumer electronics show. It's a lot of, you know, cutting edge tech, startups, big ideas, that kind of stuff. So let me introduce you to the Taint Band-Aid. <laughs> Taint okay. Band-Aid. Now, it's not an official name. In fact, it doesn't have an official name, but to be fair, apparently the company that makes it is kind of leaning into the, you know, taint band-aid. It's almost catch it's almost catching on for them as well. So it's building its own hype. That's right. So it's created by a company called Morari Medical, right? And it was first unveiled last year. Now let me describe what this thing when it debuted last year, what it was. It's a tiny little electrode, right? That just needs the needs to be stuck to your taint. Follow <laughs> simple your gooch, your gooch, if you will, if you will. So the initial product last year was a rough bandage held together with a little bit of duct tape. Which invest, invest, invest in us. But don't worry, they came back. Okay, they came back this year. So now we got a butterfly shape, right? They've uh, they've invested in some actual genuine adhesive bandages that don't, I'm sure, rip your taint hairs out at the end of some duct tape. Now, if you're wondering how it works, it works through neuromodulation. The little electrode that gets stuck to the space between your ball sack and your anus is (laughs) supposed to give you some electrical signal that keeps you from prematurely ejaculating. Does this sound like a solution you're ready to sign up for? Do you want a small electrical shock to your taint during sex. Does it sound like something that's entertaining to you? Like, I, f- I feel like that's going to start some new fetishes for people or something. Yeah, here, put on your, your butterfly tramp stamp on your taint here and let's get shocked. Let's get started. Yeah, let's get going. Hold on. Let me just put my taint band-aid be? on first. What would the slogan be? <laughs> Shockingly good. Something like <laughs> Don't come in? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well if you're wondering what it feels like which i think for yourself and i is something we're curious about what must mm. what must this mm. electrode in that most sensitive of spots feel like according to one user it feels a little bit like a tens machine i don't know if you've ever used a tens machine yeah yeah a little bit of that muscle stimulator right okay so anybody other you ever use tens machine like that it's apparently what it feels like now the other problem that they asked the CEO of the company said everybody's different, right? Everybody's got different pain thresholds and tolerances and all that stuff. So how would you work? So there's one last thing to the new and improved model this year, which is that apparently the electrode will also be able to link via Bluetooth of course, to a device of course. for modulation. And apparently for, for it will modulation. know... Yeah, for it knows what, what threshold you have. It's basically going to read your taint and adjust accordingly. I mean, Damn. technology, man. Really, oh, just we... just let us please. Just, just... One step closer to the Jetsons, bro. 
Come here, George. I mean, no, that's that's fucking that's wild, top dude. of the line. That's top shelf, man. You know, that's the that's that's solving the world's problems right there. You know, people just going to get a port put in, you know, skip the whole optional aspect. You're just boring. Guy goes with his friends to the bar. Trode. Guy goes with his friends to the bar, right? Picks up a pretty woman, brings her home. Things start getting hot and heavy. Reaches into the drawer, pulls out the condom. But wait, there's more. Hold on, darling. Let me just put that taint bandaid on as well, real quick. Do you mind you if I lift my nutsack? <laughs> Do you mind if I lay on my back, put my legs up over my ears, <laughs> lift my nutsack, put the little electrode on, and then make sure the bandage goes over top of it to hold it in place? Also, those bandages, one time use, according to the CEO, and run from $25 ah. to $30 a piece, where the electrode oh, will shit. Well, the electrode itself will run you $200. Sign me up. <laughs> Let's get started. Damn, that thing sounds like it just prints money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Motherfucker's gonna be trying to wear them all day. I like, mean, oh, I need a new band aid. Need a band aid. Twenty five a pop, bro. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. Does that did that sell you? You know, maybe eight hundred bucks a year. Because, bro, I'm a hustler. I want to sell those. I see. I see profit. I see a possibility here. How does that electro hold bucks? up? How does that electrode hold up with all that that taint sweat over the course of like I don't a know. Year? Let's say, what's the know. warranty they, they, on mm. this? You know? They should send us one free of charge. Give you a review. Yeah, who, uh, you know what goes. the fuck is her name? Uh, Morari Medical. Morari Medical, hey. you please send fucking a podcast. Each of us. Yo, are they based in India? <laughs> no, <laughs> we can get our <laughs> listeners to hook us up. <laughs> if you have anything <laughs> alternative. In India, please send that as well. We'll also, we'll also take that. Thank you. Actually, mm, I, you know geez. what? I have a real, I have a real, genuine product endorsement. Um, this isn't gonna, this this isn't gonna work well for an audio show. But I got to show you this. Actually, hold on. I'm sitting in like the semi dark. You need some light. Ooh. All right. So I found this beer at this little coffee house. I know, beer at a coffee house. Okay. Across the street from my work, there's a little coffee house in the bottom of a condo, and they sell like like craft beers there so i was in it the other day getting a coffee and i was like you know what i'm gonna buy a few of these these things are fucking crazy man this is actually local this is a local endorsement this is a company called uh collective arts brewing in hamilton all right first of all the beer's good the beer's actually genuinely good but every fucking can has this bomb ass individualized artwork hold on that's oh, one. That, that's that's sick as hell okay this is the one i had earlier right Oh, that's a wild ass looking jellyfish, right. man. So they went with the can branding. Yeah, and then this one I had earlier too. It's a shoe. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and then speaker isn't it? This one specifically also came with because it says there's this Sonny Picasso thing here, right? Apparently that's that's an, a musician as well. Like he's a rapper. Like he's, it's on the can. Oh, that's a music okay. recommendation. Okay. There's an art recommendation. And there's like a label. So my understanding is that this is a company that's not just like doing like craft beers, but it's also collaborating with artists to like put their put music and artwork on their cans. So from a couple of Southern Ontario boys specific. Well, you haven't had it yet, but I'll, we'll get you some. We'll get you some, homie. But this Let's collective arts out. brewing, this shit is fucking dope. Yeah, that's a dope that's, ass can, though. That is that is dope. That is that's dope, a man. not uh, a hilarious joke endorsement. That's 
actually like i drank three of these today they were amazingly good and the art is dope Thumbs i feel up. like that's how you gotta as a small company that's how you gotta survive now eh? you gotta have like connections with the local coffee shop to put your product in there and then the artist to give shit like that that's dope that sounds like the new like social media way that people are people are doing business these days is that how we you have know, to money- promote this show yeah start putting our artwork on beer uh, like you open oh, up a beer can instead our of hearing artwork? The, you open up a beer can and go instead it just plays like the podcast clips like anyway so and seconds each like those greeting yeah. cards with like little sound things on them like yeah i'd be down for that that's uh right. that's our next tech that's our next tech push all right we're taking over we're taking over It'll man be- we'll get there making money's making money's hard sometimes you know you gotta hustle but uh if anybody's sure. out there just graduating from college and is trying to hustle. I got a job for you. Yeah. Oscar Meyer is hiring new hot doggers to drive the Wiener Mobile, my yeah. friend. The deadline for y'all is January 31st. So calling all wannabe hot doggers. Listen, so apparently it's like a year long thing. So uh, it starts in June 2021 and you work okay. until June 2022. Um, you have to do like media appearances, you know, charity events, that kind of stuff. But really, dog, you drive the fucking giant hot dog mobile around the country and go the to the like Oscar Meyer Fest. Absolutely. I want to do that. A legend. Shit. I'm a little, yeah, apparently, I'm this, too old. I can't. But fuck I'd this job that. I got. Fuck this job I'm heading to. Yo, when you were when you were applying for your job, was one of your job requirements a love of hot dog puns? Because mine wasn't either, and like that would be a hey. great job that I think I would be suited for. Hey, we've had some laughs about hot dogs on this show before. I mean, the, we're halfway oh, there. Right, dog, we're halfway yeah. there. We're practically 70, qualified. Seventy-three. Can you eat your seventy-three hot dogs in a week? Yeah, Nobody's stepping true. up to that challenge. There's that brand fusion, right? You go to oh no, they probably hate Nathan so because they they sponsor the hot dog contest. That's right, immortal sworn enemies. Yeah, what if hot dog companies had like mafioso gang wars, like Schneider's <laughs> Schneider's versus Oscar Mayer? Okay, Schneider's would definitely be like lowest tier. Even though I eat their shit, they would definitely be like the weak guy on the side block. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't be running shit. They would. They get. So they get the squared king? out quick. Who's the king? Oscar Mayer. Either Oscar, probably Nathan's, to be honest. I guess. In like, yo, because here's the thing. Like, are we talking the real hot dog world? No, nah, because the other ones are popular <laughs> mass, mass wide, right? So a little small, you don't have like small bit Canadian family, the little uh, uh, maple leaf or whatever <laughs> up here. Um, like, I guess our own Nathan, Nathan's would be like the hipster fucking the hipster gang you know what i'm saying they'd be like the, okay. out the greasers on the on the side of town you know they're like whatever they're not they're not really that big of a deal they think they're a big deal but they're really not i don't know how so we're character, characterizing fucking hot dog brands into mafia games <laughs> thanks for listening today folks <laughs> this is what we got for you here today but oscar meyer is hiring wienermobile people basically how is that a job that's hard to get I don't know if it is, man. I probably a lot of people apply though. I mean, shit. If I found out about it, I live in Canada and I'm older. You know what I mean? It, it must be out there. You're telling me when you graduated high, high, when you graduated college, you would have been like, I'm gonna go spend hundred <laughs> percent. Like, it, I like that you said it was a year, like a military tour. Like, I'm gonna go do a year yeah. on tour with the Wienermobile. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> no, I would totally would have did that. Would have been way better than working at a fucking lumber mill and doing shit like that. It's true. You get to see the world. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been great. Driving around in a giant dick fucking shaped vehicle. Big phallic video- vehicle. Going around the world, giving hot dogs to people. It sounds like a euphemism, but you know. It does. That, that really does. That's a good <laughs> euphemism, though. I just want to be a hot dogger, bro. Just want to be. We're all living to be hot dogs. <laughs> fucking A. We're all living to be hot doggers. Yo, are you, uh, 
how how you doing with this COVID shit, bro? Are you okay? How am I doing with this COVID shit? Is this a, is this genuine or are you just setting me up? <laughs> hey, you've been doing this too long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I'm a real pro. <laughs> You're a real uh, pro now. Uh, I, I'm just gonna make it easy and go. I'm doing I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Okay. Well, just in case, just in case you start not doing good, bro. Okay. If you're sick of 2020. There's a hotline you can call called Just Scream, where all you do is just scream. So <laughs> there's no one mans the phone line, okay? You just call, advertising. just call and you leave a message, and then it gets uploaded to like a scream playlist online, and then you can go and listen to your other people scream. That's it. So okay. for anyone, listen, listen, hang on, let me get it out okay. there. For anyone yeah. who needs this, all right, the phone number is as follows. 1-561-567-8433. Three, one. Again, that phone number is 1-561-567-8431. Just scream, baby. Just you have But We got a lot of product to... endorsements today, eh? We're really no, stepping up for the brands. Beautiful. I love it. I think it's a great idea. It runs till January 21st for everybody out there. So get your screens It's in short quick. term? Yeah, it's been running for uh, I guess a January week or so. January twenty first. Oh, it's a school elementary teacher that codes on the side that did it. I guess his name's Chris Gallmer. Okay, uh, so if yeah, it's, it's January twenty like, first, that means the day this episode gets released. If you listen to this episode on its release date, Thursday, <laughs> January twenty first, pause this show, okay, and dial and go scream one five six one five six seven eight four three one, and just mm-hmm. scream, baby. Do it now. Stop. We'll wait. We'll wait right here. Did you enjoy your scream? Good. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> Dog, that's amazing. I don't understand being able to listen to it though. Like I don't I don't get that either. I think that's just for the memes, like going back. I don't know if I want to be listening to other people screaming. How you know long I mean? do you think you could last? Oh, like we just, just started a new challenge. Going scream full challenge. tilt screaming? Yeah, like just Shit, listening dude. to scream. Like you have to see how many minutes you could stand to listen to screaming. I smoked a bong too many times and I'm too short. So I don't have like elephant lungs. You know what I mean? So I probably scream for like five seconds and die. No, not how long you can scream. I mean, oh. how long you can listen to other people's screams before you're like <laughs> oh, so uncomfortable you have to stop. Oh, okay. Although I guess, um, yeah, I guess that works too, though. How long can you I scream? Set, sure. I, I set the over under at like nine minutes. Nine minutes? <laughs> oh my God. I would feel like an I eternity. Feel like, I feel like I could meditate and get to that nine minute mark. You're going to meditate with screaming? That's <laughs> fucking metal, dude. Jeez. <laughs> that was your night. Yo, I just went home, you know, put on my, my ASMR scream track. Just laid back. Just <gasps> Nothing relaxes me like a good scream. <sighs> like, wow. Yo, there's, there's probably some people out there like that. Yo, there's definitely some people that just get home and scream. That's what, that's what metal is. That's metal as fuck, dog. That's what throw cushions are for. It's the only reason we have throw cushions. It's the only reason we crowd our furniture with extra shit that we don't need. It's uncomfortable. We don't want to lay on is so that when we can in the moment have something with an arm's reach where we're like, like you just need something to scream into, you know, what in the f- I've never heard the term throat cushion. Did you throw, make that up? What's throw cushion. That's what the oh, throw, throw, <laughs> throw pillows, throw cushion. He said throat cushion. I was like, what in the fuck is a throat cushion? Somebody has to Google throat cushion and That's what see what they find. Throw pillows now. That's not a throw pillow. It's a throat, <laughs> throat cushion. <pillow. laughs> what do you mean? What When someone asks you to clarify, what the fuck's a throat cushion? You know, when you take a cushion, you put it on your face and you scream. Like, ah! Yo, we just gave it a name. 
That's what I'm saying. That's how things become reality, man. That's how things become that's how you reality. Get, that's how you get people to ask you to leave their house very quickly. It's like we just it named a planet. Is what we just did. You know, throat cushion. Yeah. What What did you just do? Oh, I just had to throat cushion. I mean, this is such a long day of work. You know, just fucking screaming to a pillow, man. That had, that has some serious euphemism to it. That's why it's a great name. All the great uh, names do. Oh, man. <laughs> they all do. They really do. I mean, hot dogging, you know, like, got to get in that hot wienermobile. Dog. Hot dog. What, what did you do for the last year? I was hot dogging in the wienermobile. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, you imagine you graduate college? Okay. You like, you know, you get like your MBA, just, you know, tough market. You know, like, I'm going to go do a year in the wienermobile. You get, a, you get an interview is, at a bank. You sit down to like some middle manager, and they're like, "So where have you? So what was your last job? Hot dogging on the Wienermobile." That <laughs> like, sounds like every like middle aged rich white parents like worst nightmare. <laughs> hey, Dad, what are you gonna do after college, son? Are you gonna follow this accounting degree? Well, Dad, I kind of didn't really pay attention in class and didn't really uh, network at all because I spent the entire time drinking shit. So I am going to quite literally hot dog it. <laughs> <laughs> Son, you're dead to me. <laughs> Taking her to the, the family States. will. Yeah. Tour the United States in a giant hot dog car. A giant- I'd get it stuck in a drive through somewhere, probably. Trying to fucking make a corner at like a Wendy's. Yeah, how many, yeah, like how do you avoid all those overhanging, you know, low bridges and stuff when you're touring the country? Like you're you're supposed to do your homework in advance and not drive in those areas, but like I probably would fuck up. Is there like an official Wiener Mobile navigator? Who like sits in the back and they're like, take a left. There's a low hanging bridge around the corner. It's like, is that this bridge only has 10.2 meters of clearance and our vehicle's 10.4? Oh my god, we're gonna lose the bug! We're gonna lose the bug! Fuck, dude, we lost the mustard. <laughs> Oscar Myers gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> not oh, another fuck. wiener reveal I can't ruin another <laughs> not one again. not again <laughs> I knew I should have taken out the insurance oh fuck <laughs> oh man you know what if you if you if you or anyone you know has ever been a wiener mobile employee you can also email the podcast please we'd love to know what <laughs> What it was uh, like. We should go to Reddit. We should go on Reddit and post that and be like, if you've ever worked on the Wienermobile, tell us your stories. That's one of those like super specific ask Reddit questions that gets like one answer. No, but it's absurd Hello. enough. It's absurd enough that it might uh, catch on. People might be like, holy shit, yes. Like, I want to know. I actually too. was. Yeah, for real. Oh, what a good job. What a good job. <laughs> so, what do what, what you bring to the table today, my friend? Not much. I'm, I'm a massive slacker again, but I do have one oh, I got you. for you. Okay. I know What's you have up? a lot. That's why that's the one thing I appreciate you as a co-host beyond our years of friendship. But as a co-host, you are so much more prepared in terms of your articles and your information and stuff. I, I greatly respect you know, that. It's funny because I genuinely was worried it would be the other way around when you asked me to start a podcast with you. And I'm finding that it's not, but I can't really complain because you do the editing stuff and you yeah, do a lot of the leg work. So that is sort I, of I the, the deal. That is sort of the deal. I do. I guess I've taken on more of the. Yeah, I guess I take it up more of the technical and like in like the social media stuff and all that, which 
you know, I'm still really bad at too. But yeah, you bring <laughs> man, you bring the heat when you come with the stories, and I appreciate that. So all right, I do have I one try. thing though. So we'll get to it. And I feel like I feel like this story was this story's for you. So um you've you've you're slightly versed. Uh, you know, I'll make vague inferences here. You're slightly versed in the in the ways of the psychedelic, right? I've done drugs, yes. There's no need to subverse. Just just give it to me straight, dog. There you go. I got I gotta I, I, I you know tiptoe in. I'm, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you carry it across the goal line though, you know? So facts. Here's a story for you. Okay. So a recent scientific case study that was published in, in a journal of something. I don't know. I didn't get the name this time. So told the story of a 30-year-old man in Nebraska who ended up in the emergency room after he decided to try taking some psilocybin in a different way than normal. So he brewed himself some tea. Okay. Just the way people can do mm-hmm. mushrooms, right? You can brew tea, right? So Works and well. then it's good stuff. And then he decided to inject it into his veins. Yeah. Jesus. Now I know what you're thinking. Christ. I know what you're thinking. The guy yeah. mainlined mushrooms. Mushroom tea. He made a little mushroom tea and decided to inject it into his veins. And I know what you're thinking, which is yes, it's completely insane. But in his defense, this guy was a bipolar. He had bipolar disorder. Okay. He was off okay. his medication. Okay. And he apparently had been reading on the internet about the ways that psychedelics can help you. But this guy decided to take it to 11 like immediately by injecting was, mushroom tea into his veins. This guy was off his medication trying to get on that medication. You know what I'm saying? Trying now, to get all natural. As you can imagine, you're not supposed to inject mushrooms. And let me tell you why. Okay. I, I feel because like fungus and blood don't go well together. Matt my, Matt, my boy, you are way ahead of the game because what mushrooms do in your bloodstream, apparently. Now, according to the article, it says that he, a couple days after he did this, he became overly tired, vomited blood and developed jaundice. Right. So his skin turns all yellowy, apparently. So because we had diarrhea and nausea, you know, the root, the works, really. So they take him to the emergency room. Doctors meet the man. Couldn't quite give coherent interview answers. Right. Now is like now his co- cognition is like completely fucked, too. It's not functioning properly. Kidneys are failing. His whole fucking body is like rotting from the inside out. So what caused this is that a blood sample they take showed that the mushrooms, which thrive in dark places, apparently, were now growing in his bloodstream. So you were dead on. It, the fungus was like, this place feels like home to me. And just started branching oh out, God. dog. Can you, okay, bro. Can you imagine you're a fucking doctor? You spent your whole life going through medical school. Yeah. You've been slaving away. You skipped out on parties. You know, you did your thing. You're, you, you show up to the office at a fucking graveyard shift. You're working your ass off. You're exhausted. And you walk into the room. And this motherfucker that looks like a, an extra from the Thriller dance music video is sitting there across from you. And you check his bloodstream. And you find mushrooms growing inside this motherfucker. And his response to you is, quote, unquote, I just had to mainline some shrooms, baby. What, I mean, like, what the fuck? What is wrong with people? Okay, this guy's bipolar, so like, I, I should like, yeah, he has, he has, he okay, has, yeah. he had some problems. I mean, this guy clearly thought. I mean, he was like, he must have been putting concepts of drug use together that don't work. Like, well, people inject things all the time. I'm just going to inject mushrooms because mushrooms are a drug, and I can, you know, do it this way. Like, what, he must have he ate some and like not had it hit yet, and been like, it's not hitting fast enough. Tap, 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 tie maybe. Up yeah, maybe. Well, I actually I don't know this from the article, but maybe he was a habitual psychedelic user and he was like, maybe they would be more effective if I mainline it. Like, I, I don't know. I actually don't know. But I, that that's a diagnosis you don't want to get. Like you basically have like 
you know, the middle of a forest growing from the inside of your body out and like your body's shutting down, you're turning into a tree like fuck like jaundiced eyes vomiting blood. Yeah, it was like his whole body shut down. Dude, this like, guy sounds like the fucking start of the Last of Us enemies, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. He's like mushroom fungus coming out of him and shit. Holy shit, you're right. I'm actually playing the second one of those right now. I'm just starting. Oh, it, I so. got that on sale. I'm excited to. Play. Oh, you haven't played it? All right, all right. Well, we can't spoil it for each other then. Don't have you Absolutely. people email the show. Forget I mean, the email I said earlier. I'm waiting it's on good. that one. It's I'm good. Excited you like that. that? That's true though. That's right. Those are fungus. This guy, maybe this guy was the start of some like horrible. What if there was a pandemic, bro? <laughs> he starts the next COVID. It's a guy next. that was shooting up mushrooms. It's always dumb shit like that. Like AIDS is a dude fucking a monkey. You got a guy <laughs> shooting up mushrooms. You know what market's way down right now? Pandemic jokes. We're not making those anymore. You know, yeah, they're not three years ago, you're like just some 28 days later shit or something like that. Mm. It's now it's like too uh, real, dog. We're uh, all uh, living it. It's not funny anymore. 28 days later is probably one of the best like fucking pandemic thriller movies ever do that that shit is fucking on fire i've never seen it never seen are you it. serious yeah. oh dude dude but you gotta watch that in my defense i'm not crazy on the zombie thing really i'm not but, either that's why i say you need to okay. watch it because it's it's like obviously there's zombies in it but it's more thriller than like horror movie there's horror element obviously but it's more thriller which and it makes it seems like I don't want to say the most realistic, but like, I, I love it, dude. Great movie. Great actual fucking Matt's movie, Film man. Reviews, a new podcast coming this summer. <laughs> my buddy actually, my buddy actually started a film review podcast and he oh, actually knows God. what he's talking about. So don't listen to me ramble. Go listen to him. I forget what it's oh. called. There's the, there's your plug, Ed, plug, Ed. Wow. I'm curious. Maybe it's the guy I did some artwork for and we just didn't know it. Cause yeah, he had no idea. <laughs> sure that'd be, that would be hilarious. I'd be like, what for real? Uh, like shit. Yeah, let's start another one. Let's just why don't we just do nothing but stream all the time? We'll just start a Twitch channel. We'll just talk all day and all night. <clears throat> movies and shit. Like, I feel like we would devolve as people really quickly. Because you'd be like, I need the two of us. Views. Yeah. I need views, man. Let's turn into like fucking just eaters, you know, do like mukbang videos. Just, just eating udon noodles all day. <laughs> yeah, you gotta find your market. You gotta find your market, you know. Everybody's gotta make a buck somehow. Actually, you know, I, this is I didn't bring this article, but I, re- I was reading the other day. It's in my head. So I'm curious what you think of this. Right. I was reading this article about Snapchat. Right. It was in this New York Times piece that they did. They were like, uh, I guess Snapchat's been threatened by TikTok. Right. Because TikTok's just like killing their market. So Snapchat, I guess, launched something in November where it's some, something called Spotlight. I don't use Snapchat, so I don't really know this shit. But the Spotlight thing, I guess, is like, I guess, like sort of like how on tiktok i I don't use tiktok either so i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but uh i guess tiktok with people are really famous like they show up more right and i guess snapchat yes. now is a thing that like if you make content with views you just keep getting bumped up right and then you're like featured but the article was about how much they're paying these people they said that like somebody made like a video of a turkey being deep fried at american like uh, American Thanksgiving and made like a hundred thousand dollars on Snapchat. I'm like, bro, we need to figure out a way to, to get this show into like Snapchat clips and like fucking sell out big money and shit. Let's do it. Yo, I'm all about the dollar signs, bro. Uh, I, uh, my work, my self worth. Fuck. I don't give a shit. I'll I'll wear your fucking hat. That says I like, I'm a slave. Like I don't care, man. My only self worth is my net worth. Ooh, ooh, 
Okay, Jay-Z. All right, what else you bring today, buddy? Well, you know me. You know I love dumb thieves, right? Well, here's an oh, honorable yes. thief today. This okay. is an honorable thief and a dumb parent. So this one comes from us from Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, a man was just coming through a parking lot. I don't know if he had intentions of stealing. I don't know if it was intentionally like he was coming out to commit some crime or if the woman's just a victim of opportunity. But she left her vehicle running and she went into the store to get some meat and milk. Okay. So this guy comes up. Steals her SUV, you know, kind of your own fault. You're a dummy. Except while this guy's driving away, he looks behind him in the car, and there's a four-year-old in a car seat in the car. Bro, bro. So this guy drives back to the meat market. The mother's outside freaking out. He berates her. She makes her take the kid out of the back of the vehicle, and then he drives away in the car and steals it. This motherfucker came back to the scene of the crime to talk shit about how she's a bad mom, made her take the kid, and then drove off with the whip. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You're right. That's some honorable shit by a guy. Like, and how frustrating it must have been. How frustrating that is. You're making your getaway and you're just like, motherfucker. Like, I got a fucking kid in here. Are you fucking? I can't even smoke my meth in front of this kid. Just doing a U turn like. Fucking tell that bitch off. Just wait till I get to that. Imagine getting berated by the guy who steals your vehicle. Yeah. And like he's right. And he's right. You know what I mean? It's not like he's just high talking shit. Like he's right. Yeah. Yeah. What if he got away? What if he got away? I was just getting milk. He's still on the loose. They're looking. Police are looking for a 2013 silver Honda Pilot. If you're out, uh, if you're out in the Beaver. Oh, I just saw. No. Oh no. Okay. Oh no, that's just my right board behind me and this that's wall. My, that's right. That's just bad acting, is what that was. Right behind me, right over here, right here. Just like, boom. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. What a terrible performance. This is a Drew Brees esque performance for me today. Yeah, going out flat, bro. That's right. No, that's right. Episode seventeen is when I flattened out. That's, that was a. I had a sixteen episode shelf life, and now I'm past my prime. Sorry, it's all downhill from here. All our listeners yeah, in India are going to stop tuning in. You're already thinking about retirement, spending your day drinking, watching sports. Yeah, this one week off of unemployment is going to be like amazing. I'm never going to go back. This is it. That first Monday of the new job, I can't. It's hard. Sorry. I've tasted freedom. I got a, I got a week of vacation coming up in March, and since we're probably not going to be able to go anywhere or do anything, I'm going to end up staying at home and just playing right. games, smoking weed, chilling. So, okay. to be quite honest, dog, yeah. I, what do you think I've got on tap? Like facts. Go back to work. I'll just book off. Be like, ugh, no. I'm on vacation for another three months. That's the one thing I can't. I, I'm, I I'm locked that. in. I'm locked in for a training class for three months, right? Oh, really? Eh? I can't. Like, I can't take any days. I can't call in sick. I can't do nothing. Like, you ready for Zoom training? <laughs> oh my! That should be, that should be a slice. Oh man, yeah. Zoom Hi everybody. Trainings. Can you hear me? Yeah. Like how many times? Oh, shit. Gonna, What'd she say? And I'm also gonna have to try to like to to not swear. Like, well, I'm, I was working from home in my old job, but I wasn't talking to anybody, right? So if my internet cut out, I'd be like, ah, fuck. I'm like, I gotta make sure not to do that. If my internet like you cuts s- out in the middle of a training class, like motherfucker, what was that? Like, oh, you you seen the uh, you seen? Sorry to bother you. You'll be all right. You know how to act. Oh, I didn't code switch. Uh huh. Wow, that's, that's great. I may have a few questions at the end of the day. Hang that shit up. Be like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, yeah man. I know. I feel that. I feel that. That's you know. I'm talking about yeah, your, I'm talking your about job transition to a new job too much. <laughs> your job uniform has to be like a for me. Your job uniform's got to be like a, an outfit. It's got to be a costume. I go to work. This ain't me. I'm corporate me. Right. I'm polite. I'm nice. I All get right, off then, work. 
here's the question, right? New job, more responsibility, more money, all that stuff. Do I dress up in full or only like the first? first what if my like, waist up? <laughs> no waist up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No clothes up now. The fuck, dude? Oh, I got pants on. Don't worry. Wearing a beater and like dress pants. Like, oh shit. Yeah. I got it backwards. What if that's uh, like part of the training? You wear like a suit top and they're like, stand up. And you're like, the <laughs> yeah, let, let me let me get let me get this idea past you because I actually I had this debate with a guy on Twitter and and we were talking about it a little bit and I'm curious what you think. When I interviewed for this job back in the summer, it was a home interview on Zoom, right? Yep. I got dressed up in full for the interview in full. Like I did the dress shirt, dress pants, nice belt, tuck the shirt in, dress shoes, everything. I did the whole thing to sit right back down in the same spot where I usually wear underwear and a T-shirt while I work. Right? <laughs> I sat down for the interview in full garb, not like just a dress shirt up top. And it's not, it's not like they can see me, but I did the full I did the whole performance. Does that make sense? Like, like, help me out. Does that seem like something that makes sense to do? Like, I would say your first day, I would like dress up and like feel it out and see if your manager is like chilling in T-shirts and stuff and be like, hey, like, what's the dress code? Like, what's going on? But I mean, I like, know. I mean, like for the job, for like the interview, like, is there a psychological edge to that? To like going for the whole going through the whole routine of like getting into a nice full outfit? Like well, you're probably doing group, group training, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, even interviewing. Like I had this, what I was talking about this guy on Twitter was that I was like, I was like, if you're, he was talking about doing a zoom interview and I was like, I asked the guy and I was like, I'm curious, did you dress up in full? Cause I was like, I had one of the summer and I felt like I was more prepared for the interview because I did the full outfit, like even down to the shoes, like being able to sit down and be like, I'm well-dressed in full. I was like, Put I felt good about on, myself. Bro. That's game yeah. day. You're ready to right. play. Absolutely. I okay. So that. there's something to that then, right? That's, I could see that mentally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Being like, do you feel like you feel like you're dressed to impress, even if nobody sees you, right? Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good. Word. Word to Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Right. Shout out Deion Sanders. Right. A couple of guys our age who grew up with those like NFL films clips off the like the mid two thousands. <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to bring back the Jerry Curl, bro. Yeah, yeah, you could. He might. I want to get. I want to get a. I want to get like a. Go get a perm. A, yeah, I want to get a perm and like an Oakland Raiders <laughs> snapback. Oh, okay. I got a television recommendation for you. Just to slip this in because I told you I, I didn't bring any articles, so I'm just I'm off the top today. But I got maybe, you. All right. Maybe you'd that? enjoy this, and then maybe people would enjoy this out there as well. Like if you can, here in Canada, it's on Crave TV. It's I think it's a Cinemax show in America. But if you're in Canada, if you get HBO or Crave TV. It's on that. I don't know if people in America, I don't know what you watch on. If you're in India, I really don't know. Um, but the show is called Tales from the Tour Bus. Um, made by the guy, made by uh, Mike Judge, who made King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a documentary show, but it's I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. Like it's each episode is a story of like a famous musician and they're touring from back in their like heydays. You know what I mean? And the whole first season of the show is all classic country music from like the 70s and 60s and 50s, like old school country. The second season, which I've been watching, is all funk. So it starts with like George Clinton Ooh. Parliament and stuff. Cool. And then like uh, Rick James and all this. Like anybody, you got to watch this thing. It is fucking hilarious. You know, it's the stories they tell are outrageous. Like, That's what I was going to say. The stories are probably incredible, man. Kind of Rick James and shit. 
dude Oof. like people like on meth like naked shooting guns and like accidentally lighting fires in like hotel room like it's it's balls to the fucking wall it's great the one thing people got to get over if you watch it though is that because it's done by mike judge who did all the animation stuff like it's made up of interviews documentary style but because all the interviews from different times he like he like overlays it with animation you know what i mean oh, so to keep okay. the continuity yeah. of the storytelling everybody just appears as cartoons but it is like the footage was actual real interview footage right so if you can get over that like fucking great show man i i'd recommend i hardest i've laughed in months watching that good to know good to know we all need laughs i'll, uh, I'll have to i've checked that out man all right what else do you bring what are, what are there what are there all right so tidbits? california man was uh living inside of o'hare airport in the security zone for three months um what Yes. So apparently he says he found it. He probably stole it. Who knows? But he he this man's name is Aditya Singh. OK, so he claims he was too afraid to fly home. And in his possession was an employee's stolen ID uh, that he was using to pass checks, all that kind of stuff. Right. And apparently, like other passengers were giving this guy food and he was living in the security zone for three months until they found out and fucking caught the guy. But here's the weirdest thing to me about this, okay? This okay. guy has a master's in hospitality and actually lives in the suburbs of Cali. Like, the guy has money, but was living in the security zone and people were giving him meals and shit. Like, uh, what the fuck? What was he afraid to you... go home for? Was that? Because like... he's afraid of COVID, apparently, from flying, but you're living in a fucking oh. airport. So, like, none California, of it adds up yeah. to me. California's Dude, really bad, me... right? So... Let me read you this verb this verbatim section from the fucking the court case. Okay? okay. So this is a judge. You're telling me that an unauthorized non-employee individual was allegedly living within the secure part of the O'Hare Airport terminal from October 19th to January 16th and was not detected? That is correct, Your Honor. So like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what? And I like the how? judge has to be like, Why? did this ridiculously dumb thing actually happen as it's written here? Yes, it did. Like, okay, I had to check because what I just read on this piece of paper blew my fucking mind and i needed you to say like yes that is what i needed confirmation verbally i need you verbally. i need you to say it out loud so the stenographer in the back and hit this um fucking eight yeah. buttons and spell 48 words right so everybody can hear it because i i can't i can't possibly tell people what i just read like can you say what it a, what an interesting but useless fucking skill stenography would be <laughs> I know how to use a typewriter for like, like very specific instances, so I can spell phonetically. Like what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're weird, dog. They're fucking weird. I was I keep watching these like crime shows on Netflix, and I see the stenographers typing away, and I'm like, you hit three keys, and you had forty eight words pop up. Like another job, to... another job being eliminated by AI, like transcribing, Absolutely. like voice recognition and transcribing and stuff like that. It's just like. All you need now is an editor, basically. <laughs> like, uh, stenography. I, I made I make clips for the show sometimes for like promoting and stuff like that, right? And I used to sing that. We'll do that. It'll it'll put subtitles. I don't I don't write them. They they get automatically made. And like I might they change a word or two. Right. Like it's like ninety five percent accurate, right? And then like every now and then there's a word that's like blatantly off, and maybe I can edit that and all that stuff. But like, man, that that, that job's on its way out because. The robots taking that shit too. Unfortunately, shit. I mean, what jobs? What jobs aren't robots taking, man? That's cool, man. Let's just all just like kick back. I was about to say they're not going to be, they're not going to be hot doggers, but I guess yeah, Tesla's working on that, so they will be <laughs> in, the, in the future. All we will be is hot doggers. There are no jobs left. 
<laughs> robotic hot dogs driving a robot driven hot dog mobile and they get out and just wave at you like like biped hot dogs like inside yeah, a hot man. dog mobile like they're big like robotic vertical hot dogs with arms and legs mm-hmm. and they're like, exactly exactly there is a hot dog follow that robot to the mobile come. it'll be like a fuck flying yeah. hot dogs and then the hot dog robots take over the <clears> world <throat> and they're giant flying hot dogs and we all hail to the oscar Mayer wiener <laughs> yeah and then we get Tuesday. into a nuclear battle with china and we're all blown up and the only thing that's left in the wreckage is cockroaches and hot dog mobile <laughs> robots Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, Our doomsday scenarios are really, really imaginative. I think is the word for I'd it. I'd say, I'd say they're pretty base level too. I just referenced the Jetsons and Fallout all the time. Oh, that ghoul's like Fallout. Oh, that robot's just like, like that Fallout. Thing that everybody, <laughs> my one oh, reference. Radiation's like Fallout. <laughs> my one reference. We need to branch so out. Deep. We need we need people. We need to stop telling people what we're watching because we get terrible taste. We need them to send. Tell us what you're watching. Oh, I have horrible taste. I have horrible taste, bro. I ask other people because I just watch YouTube and fucking. I actually been getting back into watching good movies and shit. The girl and I have been chain watching some good shit. Good. Uh, for good. everybody out there, check out The Lie on Amazon Prime. It was pretty good if you like thrillers. Um, it was it was a nice thriller without a ton okay. of violence and shit like that. Okay. Um, I don't really want to spoil anything. Well, again, we're start, I'm telling you, we're turning into a film show. It's gonna happen. Either that, or we're gonna turn into a true crime show. This this aimless, nothing, no no general consensus topic for this podcast is going to diffuse eventually we're either going to become true crime or films i mean yeah, we're just going to we're going to find our calling it's true it's true we just got to find know. our niche man maybe it's not put together either of those maybe we're going to do like supplements or something gym routines get real swole <laughs> we have like seasons season one getting <laughs> getting shredded season like two season. drug addiction <laughs> <laughs> season three getting addicted to supplements like season four season four we have. veganism <laughs> yeah vegan. yeah season six the keto diet like yeah we just do that man it'd be great uh, we'll kill it f- season five veganism would be terrible it'd just be episodes to us us telling you that we're vegan like, <laughs> do you know i'm vegan yeah. god i ate so little I'll meat today uh, how much meat did you eat none bro none you know how it is 38 minutes of that eat? like every three days <laughs> I was going to put some bee vomit into my in my coffee, and then I realized, you know what? No, that hurts the bees. I'd rather drink this, you know, slave-labored fucking coffee bean-picked microbrew from right. Starbucks for eleven ninety nine a fucking ounce. This is my organic $17 coffee beans that were farmed from somewhere where they, like, literally shoot the locals and yo, pay off the government. Speaking of or speaking of organic, you see that fucking yes. QAnon oh, shaman guy? Oh my god! Wow, good. That was a good cue, I guess. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, oh. QAnon. Q- wow. Yeah. Okay. So that that yeah, but... Q shaman guy who who was one of the people who stormed the Capitol, right? This this guy who wore the horned pelt. Fucking the guy that looked like the Buffalo guy. You've definitely everybody's seen. Yeah, this, Buffalo dude. Bill. Whatever the fuck. Buffalo yeah. Bill. Yeah. He was so so sorry. The story was that he got arrested, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. And when he was in jail, his mom who he lived with <laughs> pleaded to the cops that he had an all organic diet and wasn't able to eat the prison food. Like, first of all, fuck off. Second of all, you can eat the prison food just fucking fine. Like the rest of people, you know, this guy's mu- is you're telling me that, that the Americans American seat of government was stormed by a guy who needed his mommy to tell the police to feed him better food. Like, yes, 
That's the whole purpose of why it's so fucking bad. I know. A country that spent $700 billion on defense. The front, the headliner of it was this motherfucker. Other countries really must read these articles and be like, are you serious? Like, why were we trying so hard? It oh reads like God. satire. It reads like fucking satire, bro. Oh, did, didn't you have any? Didn't you have more shit? Oh, actually. No, actually, I got one. I got one because this is a follow up for us a little bit. I actually haven't read the news. This again, this is off the dome for me. But our old our girl from mm-hmm. six weeks Gun ago. Girl. So uh, uh, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who we were talking about like way back when she was just getting elected from Colorado, if I remember right, from from Rifle City, yes, Colorado. Sir. Right. So she went to Congress. Right. And and this is the woman who if anybody doesn't remember, this is a woman who, who wanted to be able to open carry her gun in the Capitol building herself. She was she was originally famous in Colorado, I guess, for for standing up for some gun rights or starting. Was it was it starting a restaurant where all the waitresses carried? Was that what it was? If I remember it's something like that. That right. sounds right. That sounds right. about right. So she parlayed that fame into running for office and then winning in her like overly overwhelming, like like conservative district that she ran in. Right. And she's fucking the, rifle city, of course. Yeah, rifle city, right? And now she's 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 in the news now because people are saying that she was like trying to start some shit. That she was like apparently she like gave a tour of the Capitol building the day before to a bunch of people and all of this stuff, and then a bunch of people came in and stormed it. She wants to carry. She refused to go through a metal detector. She's at the forefront of the fight for the for that. Didn't now. didn't she give away like Nancy Pelosi's location or something like that during the whole she, right? Was that yeah, her? she was. I think she was tweeting some locations and and wasn't yeah. showing her mouth during it too. She met like the 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 people on that side are like, oh, she was a plant to you know she was in on it or something like that. I don't know, but like. I, I mean, I here's she's my making thing. a here's name for thing. herself. Apparently, you get briefed pretty damn fucking well if you're the president of the United States of America. If there's anything mm-hmm. going on anywhere, any sort of meeting, y'all know about it beforehand. Yeah. Always, always. Motherfuckers got their hands in everything. All those QAnon groups, you know they're in there. You know what I'm saying? They know mm. what's going down. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were able to walk in tells me that they probably knew about it and nothing was done. It, it's, I don't know, man. Like, the, it yeah. writes itself. So, anyway. I just think it's hilarious that all these people that went there to the, the Capitol riot um, are literally putting their selfies online. We're bragging about shit online. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like- and apparently, yo, apparently, I don't know if you've seen this or not. Um, so people that women that lived in the area um, on Bumble oh. were changing their their political party views to conservative and trying to match with these guys and successfully doing so with guys who were like MAGA hats and like point posting videos of themselves in there and then we're directly sending it to the fbi being like look this guy's willingly giving me the information so in response in response bumble actually removed the ability to put your political affiliation for like about three hours just to like right down and then i guess they were pushed they pressed and they actually put it back up the point being is that yeah like people are like actively being like look what i did and people are like okay dumb fuck uh hand this over to the authorities that's two things i don't get about it how many people went and didn't wear masks which is hilarious because for one, you should be wearing a mask in general because of, you know, pandemic, but also you're committing a federal crime and you also didn't think to do like not pandemic aside. This is what's wrong with these people is there's the, the anti-mask thing is hilarious because they're also like, we want to commit crimes. And I'm like, but you want to wear a mask for the crimes, not the pandemic. But if you wear the mask, then they're like, oh, you believe in the, the fake pandemic? And like, you screwed Dude, yourself every- now. I mean, I can't say every single one, but I would say 98 to 99% of the people that went into that building had their cell phone with them, which pings off the towers, which means yes. they can directly tell that you were in the building. You were and they've in actually the building. Re- 
They've already released a statement saying, by the way, if your cell phone has pinged in here, we are coming for you. Like, <laughs> like your credit card, your ID, everything is connected to this shit. Dog. This is what I don't understand about these the conspiracy people. Right. They're always talking about there's like some global cabal taking over the world. And I'm like, you're already living under one, you idiot. All your phones, you're not going like, to microchip me with this goddamn vaccine. You're holding it in your fucking hand. This was your the, you, you got microchipped years ago. You idiot. You yep. just decided That's to carry it with you. You just the only thing they didn't do is put it under your skin. Right. Like this is what I mean about these people. I'm like, you don't get we're already living in most of that shit anyway. Like they don't oh. need to put it under your skin because humans are willingly fucking gluing it to their own skin, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we carry things around like 24 fucking seven. I can't wait for the Apple skin graft. The phone graft. Oh, I can't wait either. Hey, burn victims, <laughs> heads up. You can get a new Apple computer design yeah, installed in your face. Super <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Make my phone calls right from my cheek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. All right, what do you got? You got one more. You got one more to like settle us into the end of the day here, man. What's going on? You got what else oh, you got? I got okay. Take uh, a pick. Pick a something, pick something, pick something to, to land this plane on. All right. Um We'll go with this one because I, I feel like I would be dying in agony if this was me. And you've probably heard this story already. Okay. But there's a computer program out here who about a decade ago made a video describing how cryptocurrency works. Mm -hmm. And in return for making this video, he was paid 7,002 bitcoins. Oh, now they're shit. worth about 34000 to $41,000 each, depending on the day of the week here, because it's so volatile, like, it's going up and down. Are you sure? Is it worth $3 today? I don't know. What's the fucking deal? Yeah, facts. So this guy has a Bitcoin wallet worth about 175 million pounds or about $300 million American. Oh, nice. And he doesn't have the password. And the way Bitcoin's shit works yeah. is that you have 10 tries to put your shit in. And if you get it incorrect 10 times, it'll encrypt everything and lock you out forever. Now, apparently there's some super intense fucking hackers that are able to like, they could crack it, but it takes time. But anyway, this guy has used eight of his attempts and only has two left. His name is Stefan Thomas. He's a San Francisco based programmer. Dude, can you fucking imagine if you were in a position where you couldn't remember your password for some dumb shit? And it was literally worth two, like $300 million, bro. It's not that you can't get into your fucking Netflix account like, or your email account to turn on two-factor authentication. It's for yeah. life generation. And it's like the the money. the code for those, if I remember, they're like 50 characters long. And it's just like an assortment of numbers and letters. It's like not a guessable password. It's like you get like a 50-character key that is impossible to crack because it's like one in a... There's like one... The odds are one in a number that is bigger than the universe to like crack. It's so impossible. Like you cannot guess it. Like you'd have to I don't, hack I'm it not or gonna, something like that. Like I, I don't. Some guy tweeted out to him that was like, "Don't panic, do this. Like contact us, give us ten percent, and we'll like literally open it." So I don't know how scamming this is, but like I, <laughs> I don't know enough about. Give Bitcoin us ten percent upfront. <laughs> well, they're speaking about something called Iron Keys, and I didn't do enough of my homework on like what Iron Keys actually are. But the the point I mean, to me is that if you had two like three hundred million dollars, bro. Yeah. Three hundred million. And just because you kept typing cat dog 107 incorrectly with your password or whatever it is. I don't know if you have to type in your, yeah. your address with that giant password. I don't know how it works, but 300 mil, bro, 300 Fuck. mil. And this guy's quoted as saying wow. like, oh, you know, I've, I've actually, I'm kind of at peace with it now. Blah, blah. How the fuck oh, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way, you're dude. Not. No way, dude. That shit needs to, in the middle of the night, in the dark of your room, when it's all silent and nobody's there but you and your thoughts, you're thinking about that shit every fucking minute, man. You right now, or you can have James you, Harden basketball. What do you think? Mm. What do you think about Bitcoin? Like, what do you think about the concept of it? I think it's smart because you take, 
you take the banks out of it and you put it back into the people's hands. And then I also think it's terrifying because people are dumb as fuck. And we're also like, don't know what we're doing. And we're all kind of ignorant to how but we this do whole, stuff. This whole thing that it, I don't know, man, all it is, all I ever see it being is like market, like buy Bitcoin and then what? And then hold Bitcoin. It seems like to, like to me, like if you're going to invent a currency, it doesn't matter unless it's actually being used consistently in exchange for goods and services it's not a it's not a currency until like i can pay for everything with it right that's what they want to do with it right and so because the bitcoin is worth thirty four thousand a bitcoin they've they've uh split it up and you buy chunks they're called sats i guess it's the guy who made them uh, his last name is satchatory or satori or something like that um so they call them sats and that's just a little piece that you would buy or whatever right but so the idea would be like you can order a pizza and pay like three sats and and get your pizza like here's then, the thing, dog. Like I, I, I know the one thing that weirds me out about Bitcoin is the way that people who believe in it are like, like very, very defensive about it. Like it's like, it's like it's a little. I don't want to say the word because I know how mad people would be if you're into Bitcoin, but it's a little culty. Like you see somebody mm-hmm. on social media, it's like all their social media is about Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like their whole life is that. And like you see something like I'm a Bitcoin day trader. I'm like, but here's the thing, I don't get. It's not yet a usable currency in any meaningful way beyond very, very small specific things, right? Like very, like, like a, it, an insignificant percentage right now of, of goods and services can be purchased with it. It's mostly like a stock scheme, it seems like. It's mostly people yeah. pumping up the value and buying and trading. It seems like a pump and dump scheme to me. But how can it take over a global currency if, if it spends 25 years being just nothing but like a trading the currency back and forth with people like i don't get how that works so maybe i'm an i'm probably an idiot some bro can email us and fucking get mad well it also so like bitcoins are created by machines literally doing what's called data mining and what that well maybe it's not literally called data mining but it's basically like a euphemism for mining and what they do is that there's this like insanely complex computer problem that gets put up Right. And what you're doing is all the other computers are racing. So like me and you, let's say we were data mining. Yeah. And there was some equation online. Our computers would race to solve it the fastest. Whoever solves it the fastest and gets it correct gets this like portion of a Bitcoin. Right. And then right. that's how you you accue them. And it's just over time. Right. To create them to put into the market. So it's like actually like, quote unquote, a mineable resource. But it really Supposedly, doesn't yeah. exist. So yeah, I mean, exactly. it's a tangible value. Right. Like, no, there's not. It's just a okay, fucking digit. Here's, on the here's my conspiracy theory about Bitcoin. Right. People who are big into it are big into tech, right? Those are the people who are investing and trading and doing all that shit, right? You know what people who are into tech are also very into? Scamming your money. Well, (laughs) of course. But but they're big into exactly what you just said. It's created by processing power of computers. People who mine Bitcoin have to buy like a bunch of computer processors and run a shitload of electricity through their house and run these processors day and night to mine the coin. A few years ago, I got curious about it because I think I was talking about it on my show and I Googled it one time. You know whose stock prices have like quadrupled in the last five years? NVIDIA. Yeah. Every single yeah. computer chip processor maker, their stock price, NVIDIA's stock price was like $48 or something in like 2014. It's trading at like $295 now. Jesus. Dude, it's, I mean, it's I believe it. fucking absurd. And all I can think every time I see all the stuff of people being like, hey, Bitcoin, here we go. It's worth 50 grand, 60. I'm like, what the fuck? Worth what? 50 grand of what? There's no value to it. Real money doesn't really have value to it anyway. It's just an agreed upon lie that we all live under. And then you're like, but what about this bigger agreed upon lie we have that's even better? Better. You're like, 
Okay, sure. I'm way too smooth brain to pretend that I'm I know. This shit, That's though. what I mean. Like, I don't if I, fucking and I, and again, Doug, the way that the way that people who are pro crypto are like hardcore, uh, they're they're down for the cause, man. It's a little unsettling, and I'm like, somebody could hear this and be like, these fucking idiots, and email the show, and please do. I'll read it on the air. I've made seventy thousand dollars just last month alone. Some guy's gonna email the show and be like, you fucking podcast cuck beta fucking nobody. I'll tell you about cryptos. <laughs> it's coming it's coming i hope so oh it's coming fneh podcast at gmail.com you can email the show late into lay it late on us man let us know let your voice be heard friends let your voice be heard <laughs> matt my boy i want to daniel my boy why do you have a did you have a finishing thought i didn't want to cut you off go ahead no i was just gonna say shout out india like i, shout I, out, I yeah hope you're not right. bots i hope you're i hope we actually have listeners in india that's lit yeah again if you were in india email the fucking show or hit us up on on twitter and everybody else can do this too twitter and instagram at fucking a f-u-c-k-i-n-e-h podcast um you know follow along get the latest updates and news uh like and subscribe you know, all that shit. Uh, but, you know, in all seriousness, just tell a friend. Bring friends to the party. You know, it's a lifelong conversation between Matt and I, and we're just keeping it going. If you live in Jakarta, call your friends in New Delhi. You know, shout out to my Jakarta Indian is in Indonesia, actually. Oh, fuck. I'm so ignorant. <laughs> fuck. Ignorant. Oh, fuck. My God. All the yeah. Indians just count up the fucking lines. God, fuck like, it. It. You're literally I burning one eighth of our listenership. You son okay. Of <laughs> okay. 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 Cut that. Edit that. No, that's the again. Because you know what I want? I want I want our fans in India to like me more because there's oh, you know greater what? market I potential. Actually, I didn't even mean to say Jakarta. I genuinely meant to say Kolkata. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. sure. Sure, you did. Good. I did. Wow. Fuck no. off. Way, Fuck to, off. way to stumble you know I mean? on the landing. You're like the gymnast who hit the landing and then stumble and then still put their arms up like, Wee! Do you know how many <laughs> Indian tech support scam videos I watch on YouTube? Okay, I know the names of the cities. That's what you do with your time, eh? <laughs> no, I no. actually love them. I love them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, if anybody's got good uh, tech support scam YouTube videos, you can send them along to us as well, and I'll make sure Matt gets them, and, and you can entertain him for days. Buddy, this Thank has you. been episode 17. This has been a good run. This is a good run. Our late night vibes tonight, man. It's almost 1130. We're pushing midnight. It's a vibe, bro. Fucking A after dark. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you know, we'll see you next time and see you next week. And uh, we'll check in and, and we'll check in with you is what we're going to do. You know, peace out. I'm going to watch for. that Tiger Woods documentary, baby. Oh, the dirty two. second part. Let's do it. I'm fucking amped, too. All right. So what everybody. do you want to know? Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I can't wait for this shit. Everybody, as soon as you're done, run to your TVs. Part two. Tiger. Here we go. Hiking in the sun, the happiness that you mourn You know the kids still dance, so we supply all the songs If I'm wrong, you hit the Superman like soldier at war You grew your hair an inch longer for the clerk at the store Growing up, man, Pokemon's and book bag Can't you believe it if the panties never soak in? You said Jesus made sense to the chosen If I'm wrong, the shell stuck beneath the size that you're on To choose the quickest solution, don't equate to your flaws I know my black heart sinking to the bottom of souls I know my cheese stinks sitting by your highness and vogue You chicken, chicken, little who you telling secrets to bro The pain made a new summer where the vegetables grow We get it on, get the grown stuff, now play with the sword Okay, twisting in the cup while the sunrise Sticky like the rain in the summer Twilight in the blunt and I'm gone flying Way up high with a kite stream away Cloudy in my truck sitting down high I know I'm gonna
wanna see the golden light of day. Oh, the power you giving me. The crack of dawn, sweet chill to the clip wind. The planes flying, we the youngest in the stampede. To climb the slippy slope, a decade older doing me. Look, 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 I got the black man bald on my fist. He laughed now, cried later, just empower the kids. Growing pains, muscles all under my bed. Sweats when you sweating me, you looking real cute. You got a dimple under eyes, I bet you never knew. You love the tickets I've seen since the last time. Got us tickets for the show by the alibi. And all the things, all the things, all the days that we score, I could fly. I'm a dove, I'm a butterfly, yo. I'm a butterfly, yo. Twisting in the cup while the sunrise. Sticky like the rain in the summer. Twilight in the blunt and I'm gone flying. Way up, high with a kite stream away. Cloudy in my truck, sitting down high. I know I'm gonna see the golden light of day. It's inadequate, this elaborate floral display. They pay for bad habits, go on and moral decay. To say with some forgiveness and it all go away. Lay a plot to book a yacht out on the water today. Poke. Is it so compelling the rebel with all the yelling? Now it's overwhelming, you're swallowing melon, bruh. Who you telling? Dumb lust, overflowing, I love stuff, hush. Heart crushed like a bag of dust, bum rush. Black beanie, freak out at night like Houdini. Creep out the back and who could have seen the G? Easily, blue weenie. She couldn't dig it if it was too teeny. Bless her with the Kundalini and plus the zucchini. Always been a plan to push her heart melt, bird. It takes a steady hand and push his heartfelt words. I heard you heard, trapped in delirium. Thoughts of a queen to throw off your equilibrium. A few jokes, but the underlying fact goes it's still a real hope to live happy ever after, though. Disasters what I asked her for. Now we stuck like plaster, yo. I has to go. Twisting in the cup while the sun rise. Sticky like the rain in the summer. Twilight in the blunt and I'm gone flying. Way up, high with a kite stream away. Cloudy in my truck, sitting dumb high. I know I'm gonna see the golden light of day. Oh.